0: The following audio program contains mature content, including offensive language. Listener discretion is advised. Play the radio. Make sure the kids hear words. You're talking to the guy that remembers everything. Remember that Tommy Yeah, I don't feel okay with that. I don't. really know. a loser.
1: You know, I'm not even saying anything anymore.
2: Why? Or maybe it's just that I'm hogged up on caffeine. Now.
1: Because y'all get on to me for even saying anything.
2: Uh, I'm done. No, I'm, I, done. I, I'm done. I'm done. You're supposed to fight back. Look, look. <laughs> I feel like you have a boner right now. I don't. The land of Fujiwa is a shitocracy.
1: First and foremost, I am not right. fucking RoboTuner.
0: <laughs>
2: Robo, fuck you.
0: that would be so tender. Oh my Number God. one. That's the play for a stripper to just go, oh yeah, I listen to all of them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Why did the stripper turn to Matt so Thomas? So where's the stripper from? Uh, Thomas, sure? is that you, man?
1: I thought it was genius, RoboTuner. Oh. You did a fantastic job. It
0: <laughs> is. I thought I've, I just <laughs> wanted some money so I could buy some pop screen filters. <laughs> you dress up well, Thomas, man. I didn't know you were into this. No. Oh. You
1: little LARPer,
0: you. Someone shoot me. I have to live with him. All these podcasts in my feed, but something's wrong. Not a single one I follow. They sing their own theme song. Now I have my own and I really must say, please offer us advertisements so we can do this for pay. Back in 2015, just a desktop and two mics, we found it hard on social media to get any likes. Then we got new equipment, and the world was much more fun. Three years had gone by, and now our studio is done. Robo tuner, master of debacle, sitting at the helm.
1: Sushi keeping, Matt and checked, your ruler of this realm.
0: Thundercase shocking both their asses into gear. Alex the Intern. Why am I even here? We're glad that you have joined for this occurrence of our show. We can't think of lyrics for this part, so here we go. The song is almost over, starting at last. Broadcasting from the dungeon at Castle Fujiwad's RoboTuner's InSignificant Podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know, it makes me giggle every time.
2: Occurrence. 126 for Monday, March the 22nd, 2021, in the year of the animal which is served as wagyu in the land of Japan. I don't have that sound effect queued up. Greetings, RoboTuner coming at you from the dungeon at Castle Fujiwa, back again with that low-budget podcasting style for your listening enjoyment, amusement, disgust, or all of the above. Take your pick. Joining me once again atop, atop... Across the table, not atop the table. She's not that kind of person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is my existing romantic life, uh, romantic, romantic life partner, Sushi.
1: Yeah, okay. Get it out. Spit that out.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's this two.
1: Ooh. Is that my music?
2: Well, that's, that's the substitute music that... I play for you because the bit that Thunder K usually plays for you sounds like the Mass Effect death music, and that's exactly what that is. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. All right. And um, absent this week is the Rumbler and Tumbler Thunder K, as well as Alex the Intern. So, yeah, I don't get to play their their little bits. But hell, just step outside for a minute, and you can probably hear Thunder, at least if you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, because it's been raining most of the day. Mm -hmm. Drew... Dreary as fuck weather, but sitting in in their place, voluntarily, hopefully, <laughs> is Sushi's darling boy or man, rather, he's an adult. Volcard. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this Here. is
1: his first time.
2: Actually, it's his second time you met. Oh, well, you, asked, you asked him to come on in our first couple in our first couple shows in our first year. Uh, one of them, and he was like, "Hey." I'm glad to be here. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He doesn't
1: understand that you can just have a free-flowing conversation through the mics and just pretend like you're talking to everybody. Right.
2: So I'll play this for you. This is usually Alex's music, but I'll play it for you. Gotcha.
3: All
2: right, that's all you get.
3: (laughs) That's fair. I'm more used to just talking to people on Discord. Just
1: pretend like you're talking to people on Discord. It's fair.
2: Okay. Yeah, which you guys do a lot anyway.
1: Mhm.
2: And I sometimes join you. Yep. Let me uh, start off by addressing the elephant in the room. Yes. The reason why we had delayed our show till today was actually because of Thunder K. He wasn't feeling too well under the weather yesterday with some, some new med- that medications that he's on. Still trying to adjust to them. And unfortunately, he wasn't able to join us tonight either because he is having... He had to take his wife to the hospital. Uh, she was... Complaining about uh, really bad, really bad pains that hurt. And uh, she tried taking some stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that's not helping. So they just took her to the hospital. Yeah. She's just not
1: feeling good. So hopefully next week it'll all be normal again.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and Alex is with him too. That's why he's not, not with us either. So. Honestly, I don't have that much to really say this week. Today is my first day back at work. I was off all last week for spring break and. Just really spent the majority of the time chilling with my baby over there and yeah. my daughter. She was yeah. also out for school, and it was my first time I had seen her in three weeks prior to that because she came down, she and her whole household came down with COVID, and she was finally cleared to come over after she tested negative twice.
1: I love that you say that you chilled with me when I was working the whole entire time when everybody in my family was off for the whole week. Uh, Thunder K was off. Alex, the intern, was off. Kim was off. You were off. Yeah. Ainsley was off. He's
2: still looking for a job.
1: Markham <laughs> was off. Aunt Donna was off. But this girl had to work.
2: Yeah, that's one of the things that sucks about getting uh, starting a new job in the new year. Mm-hmm. Not enough vacation time accrued, accrued yet. Yeah. Yeah, it happens though. I mean, there was there were several years that I actually went without a that I actually went without even a week of time off because of I either didn't recruit a much, as much or I was a contractor and I couldn't afford to take the time off because I didn't get vacation time, paid vacation time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't miss those days at all. I hope I never have to go back to that lifestyle. Anyway. Listen to the silence and the hum of the refrigerator. The Red Bull refrigerator. Not our sponsor. But it's also very good for storing our extra drinks and whatnot and whatever sushi doesn't feel like shoving in our fridge. Well, yeah. Including pizza, <laughs> right. That's right? mine. Yeah, I know that's yours. My
1: pizza. <laughs> yeah, this little punk is like, I'm not going to order Joe's pizza. So I was like, all right, I'll just make dinner. I make dinner. He orders a pizza, doesn't eat dinner, and he orders Joe's.
3: I just really want a pizza. I'm sorry. Okay. You're out of control. I also got tiramisu too.
2: Oh, man. That's that's like a, s- a knife right to the side to your mom.
1: No, tiramisu is fine. I don't, I
2: don't care. I love tiramisu. It's one of my favorite desserts. So Could've. maybe it is more to me than it is you.
3: Maybe I should have got banana pudding.
2: Uh, banana pudding.
1: See, then, then we'd have to fight.
2: Yeah. I actually, when I went to Austin, I did have banana pudding at that uh, barbecue truck that that, uh, that we ate at. I it was it was I damn think it was good delicious. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't yo, and it's pretty thick too. It wasn't It wasn't like watery or anything like that or sludgy. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Aside from just spending time with my kid, the only real things that I've gotten into in the last week or so, as far as watching stuff, is I started watching Disenchantment season three, which that shows okay as far as as far as animated comedy goes. None of the jokes are really like really laugh out loud funny, but I I enjoyed the storyline and just kind of following it because I'm a fan of Matt Groening. I mean, I don't watch The Simpsons anymore, but I really enjoyed Futurama when it was still on. And then uh, I was also starting to watch. You may actually you may actually like this too, Markham. There's a new anime on Netflix called High Rise Assassin, based on a manga. Are you aware of it, or have have you read it before?
3: I don't think so. No. Um, I I do read a lot of manga and watch a lot of anime. What
1: about Black Clover? Have you seen that one?
3: Black Clover, I I've heard of it. I've have watched a little bit of it. it just wasn't really my thing. I, I, liked I like it. it. I like it, but it's just I've never really gotten into it. I just don't. I hate the main character. I, I can't stand the main because he yells all the time. Yeah, it just bugs me.
1: Yeah, but what anime doesn't have a yelling character? There's
3: a lot of anime that don't. <laughs>
1: okay.
2: Re- Re-Zero, the guy in that oh, show, yeah, jeez. Yeah. That
1: guy yells and yeah. cries all the time. He's like a little baby it's, girl.
2: I know, but it's different.
1: Why is it different? One because
2: How is it different?
3: It's psychological more than the other one. Emotional? Ones.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, he's just
3: always I, I don't know. It's I guess it's different cuz you kind of feel for the character. You feel bad for him because the situation he's in. But the other one, he's just like rowdy and annoying. I, I, it'd be like, you back, like you're back in high school and then there's like a kid over there just upset and always rowdy and annoying. So you and don't you got feel to depart- bad
1: for him? He has no magical powers and he was an orphan. And he's in a world of magic power users and you don't feel bad for him?
0: No. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, you shouldn't really feel bad for a fictional character anyway. That's how you know you're grounded in reality. Right?
1: No. No. If you don't feel when you see fictional characters and you don't have some sort of, um,
2: uh,
1: like, a, not attachment, but like. Emotional
2: reaction, maybe?
1: Not that, but like where you can sympathize with them, like, uh, what is it? I yeah. can't.
2: Or, or empathize?
1: Not empathize. What is the word? It's like where you see a part of you in them. Relate. Yes. Relate. Sorry, I'm losing my words today. If you don't feel like you can relate to a fictional character, then it's just not the show for you, I'm
3: sure. In my opinion, the story has to move you in order for the story to be good. If the story doesn't move you, and you're just, you know, stuck there staring at... Like, if you understand the story, but it's not giving you emotional feelings, then it's just there. It's just watching TV. It's like, it's not... It's watch. like, it,
2: Or it's like it's background noise, yeah.
3: Yeah. It's, if it's not, in my opinion, if it's not giving me excitement, happiness...
1: If you're not feeling the emotional roller yeah. closer, yeah. then it's just not something for you. Yeah. There's a yeah, lot that's of, how I feel, There's too. a lot
3: of, you know, enemies out there that get me super giddy and happy and go like, oh my god, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm always, like, waiting for the next bit, going, oh yeah, it's awesome. There's only been, like, a... Oh, there's been a lot, but there's also been a few to have not and have give me that emotional That made
1: question. a lot of sense.
2: Yeah.
3: Did it? No, didn't make sense.
1: <laughs> no, it's okay, it did. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, this this new one I was watching called High-Rise Assassin, it's about random people that are somehow end up in this city where all the buildings are connected by um steel steel rope and wooden bridges. You can't actually get on the ground level and you can only go from one building to another like on top of it or you can access their floors but none of the floors go all the way down to the ground. And it's it's kind of weird because some of the people are just regular, he, regular, regular people and then others have masks that actually control them. There are four different kinds of masks, a happy mask, sad mask, neutral mask, and then mouthless mask. And the overall objective of why these people were brought together was to find the next demigod, and the people that actually achieve that status become closer to God. Anyway, it, it gets a little more complicated than that. Uh, the main characters, just like a high school chick, and there's a lot of stupid adolescent fan service, and there are like panty shots and, you know, cleavage and that sort of thing, just in <laughs> parts you wouldn't expect to see it, but not, not too bad. I mean the the story and the character development's not too I mean it's pretty good so far. And I don't know if this is going to be the only only season of it or not because it just premiered. I'd say I'd say it's worth a shot. Worth it's worth at least a episode or two if you're interested. Do
1: you have any recommendations of okay. anime that are good and people should watch?
2: Or any show really?
3: Yeah. Um Something about reincarnated as a slime. Can't remember the quite the name of it right now.
2: Oh, I think I know about that one.
3: Yeah, it was pretty good. That one's on Crunchyroll, isn't I it? I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, it just came up the second season. Okay. And I quite enjoy it. I did kind of just skim through the second season, but I, I quite enjoyed it.
1: What was good about it?
3: What was good about the the anime? Mm-hmm. Uh, you grow with the character. Okay. As in, as the character is growing... You watch him grow.
1: You watch him evolve? Yeah. That's cool.
2: There goes your AC unit. (laughs) It's amazing how that I can actually pick that up on the microphone, even though it's a whole building over.
3: Oh, is it loud?
2: Yeah, it just... Well, it it sits right on the other side of yours, yeah. Uh That's all right, though. And uh, like I said, I really don't have much else... Much else going on. I uh, oh, Markham, have you ever played Dead by Daylight?
3: Yes, I have.
2: I just got that game a couple days ago because our well my, my friend in the podcasting world, Ivy Anderson, who is one half of Fort Worth Famous, she and her siblings actually get on uh, Twitch and play most Friday nights. Okay. Yeah, and I told, and they asked if I, and they invited me to join them next time they play, and I well, said sure. So
3: what do they play on Xbox? Uh,
2: Xbox and oh, Windows. Okay.
3: Yeah, Dead by Daylight's fun. It's a horror survival game. You pretty much have to run away from the killer and survive. And you have to pretty much find the exit. Or get at least get the things to get to the exit. I don't... I haven't played it in forever. I have a bad memory. Um, so you pretty much have to like... There's two options. One is to find the part above the ground or the cellar. You just kind of crawl into it to escape, or you have to go and open up a gate to escape. You have to start the generators to... Yeah, I know about the generators, yeah. You have to start the generators to open the door to make sure you can escape.
2: And the villain can actually sabotage and destroy the generators. Yep. Yep. Uh, That part I knew about, because I saw uh, Brian, who was actually... It's his Twitch channel, and he was the one hosting it. He actually played the role of the villain a couple times, and I remember seeing him yeah, from first person, you clawing away view, clawing away at the generators. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I was going to say. Little Nightmares Two. That game came out last month or so. I bought it a little over a week ago, and my daughter Ainsley and I we beat it over the over the a couple days over spring break last week. Did you ever play the first one?
3: I played maybe the beginning. I've never actually beat it. I've only just. Played tiny bits of it. It was only when I was playing it at a friend's house is when I played it.
2: Yeah, the first Little Nightmares, and actually the second one, is neither game is really that long. If you know exactly what to do, you can probably beat it under three hours at that, and that's with minimal deaths.
1: It seems like it's supposed to be scary. Is it just really suspenseful? It's
2: it's more creepy than anything, actually. Yeah, I wanted to really say it's jump out scary, and it's one of those games that has no dialogue. The story is told through basically just going through the world that your characters in, mm-hmm. and of finding objects and other characters and and whatnot, and then you slowly start to figure out what's going on. Yeah, it, it, it kind of and the second one is more of the same as well, the way that the, the way that the story unfolds. Yeah.
1: And you played GTFO yeah, with your get, friends. Tell us a yeah, little bit about
2: get, get GTFO. Get the fuck out! Yeah,
3: well, get the fuck out. <laughs> so uh well you have to go do wash is- your mouth
2: out young man, I'm just kidding. <laughs> god you're you're twenty three I shouldn't be telling you that yeah,
3: it's it's um it's very suspenseful it's uh a little on the oh my god i i'm scared side. Uh, so Tell per- us
1: about the beginning, like what, well, yeah, the storyline.
3: There's no story to the game at all. I Not that I know of. There could be lore that I don't quite understand. But the game is not fi- quite finished yet. It's still in early access. Mm-hmm. So pretty much what you do is you start into the game. And you have to select which floor you go on. There's, I think there's like four floors. Mm-hmm. You can't access any other of the floors until you beat a few missions. Um, so... You cannot play the game without a team of four, or at least without a team of two. It, it is nearly impossible to play it by yourself unless you literally know what you're doing. Okay. And I, I can barely get past the first room by myself because it's just quite difficult.
1: Because they rush at you, right? It's no. You can... No. Oh.
3: It's, it, it, everybody is still. There's nothing moving, anything at all. You have to take it very slow. The game is very, very slow. I watched You've,
1: a trailer for it, and it showed, like, a massive amount of enemies coming
3: rushing that's out of a only door. only when you're opening doors. Okay. Like, when you're opening a door to go into the next bunker, Yeah, the game is very slower than that. Okay. So, pretty much, it's it's only a few parts where it's just defend the point you're at to survive, to get okay. through the door. You have to pretty much uh, do skill checks, where you have to have these little circles that pop up all over the place, and you have to run and sit on these circles to have them scan you so you can open up the door. Uh, you, you have to take it very slow. You can only move when they don't turn orange. If the enemies turn orange, you have to stay still or you will be overrun by a lot of enemies. They'll just come right at you. Uh, other than that, you can shoot them, but you will die very quickly. You only have... The health pool of 100. There are health kits, but they deal pretty much... Every hit time you get hit, they deal maybe like 25% of your health.
0: Damn.
2: That does sound pretty intense.
3: And, yeah, it's hard to... When there's so many of them, all you have is a clip of 15 bullets, and you're trying to kill them all, and there's so many of them, and they take like three hits for a bullet, or three bullets a hit, or... You know, so you're not
1: killing hardly any of them.
3: No, you're, the only time you can kill them is when you get really close with a hammer, and they are asleep. They're called uh, sleepers, and you have to smack them while they're asleep. Jeez. What a way to go. <laughs> yeah. I, I've i only gotten to maybe the fourth level. I haven't gotten very far. There, are I think, a total of eight, nine, ten. So I have I've only been taking it very very slow. And it's
1: underground, right? Yeah,
3: it's underground.
2: Yeah. Speaking of underground games, that this just came this just came to me too. There's a somewhat of a forgotten genre out there called full motion video interactive interactive games and there's a company out okay. of Wales. It's actually called called Wales Entertainment that has released about five or six games under all within the last, like, four or five years or so. And I, I went ahead and bought the bought the pack for my Xbox One, and I played three of them so far. One of them's called Late Shift, which is... What was that? <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, I oh, okay. accidentally dropped my phone. Yeah, one of them's called Late Shift, where you're a parking lot attendant, and then just your night goes completely wrong, and you're mixed up in, in a heist of some kind, <laughs> and just, things just start going downhill from there. And then another one, what's cool about these games is that the only real interaction you have is that it gives you multiple paths to choose from. And I think the games can give you up to like five or six endings, but depending on what you do. But otherwise, it just plays out like a, like a movie. So there's, there's Late Shift. There's The Complex, which really, the main reason I got this pack, because it's fairly decently priced. But this one actually stars Michelle Milet, who plays Katie from Letterkenny. To be fair,
1: yeah. So we sat and played it.
2: Well, hello, that's sushi. Me. I know okay. that's you. You just, your message just appeared in the chat room, and I don't know why. Yeah, you testing this shit out?
1: Yeah, I was just testing it. Okay.
2: Anyway, yeah. So this game, The Complex, stars Michelle Millet, and she's a she's a scientist who gets trapped gets trapped in a lab that ends up being sabotaged, and you find out a whole whole bunch of Unruly shit about what the medicine really is. And then there's a third... The third one I played was called The Bunker. This is what dragged my memory because you were talking about bunkers. Markham. In this game, I only played for about 15 minutes. Then I turned it right the fuck off. Why? <laughs> okay. So it's about a dude who spends... Who born Who is born inside a military bunker. Within minutes of being born... A nuclear strike happens. There was ninety something, yeah, like ninety-one or ninety-two total residents in the bunker, including him. By the time he reaches his thirtieth birthday, his mother dies of radiation poisoning, and he is dependent. He has depended on his mother his entire, uh, or yeah, he's de- he's been de- dependent on his mother his entire life, and. The last thing she says to him before he dies is just follow the routine. I wrote everything down for you, which is like five or six steps. Anyway, she passes away. And <laughs> one of the parts, of your final part of your routine is telling a story to your dead mother who has a sheet over her face. And uh, like you can see where her eyes have sunken in, uh, like outside the sheet. It's <laughs> the creepiest thing. So my, my guess is that no one's actually... Well, yeah, and anyway, after his mother dies, he becomes the last surviving person on the entire bunker. So, the first couple days, you just go through your stupid, boring routine watching the cutscenes that you can't skip. And then by the third day, a server outage happens. So, naturally, you have to go investigate. And at that point, I'm just thinking to myself, you know what? This game's so fucking dull. And <laughs> even, even if I go investigate and a monster jumps out at me or something, it's not enough to keep my interest at this point. So, I just t- turned it off and deleted it.
1: Well, okay. Yeah,
2: I didn't, like the, I didn't like your main character at all. <laughs> so, so that's really my, that was really my video game experience for the last week or so.
3: Kind of reminds me of Fallout.
2: Fallout, you actually get to do well, shit, yeah, though. Yeah. This fair. game, you just do a, the same fucking mundane routine for the first three days, and the third day, I'm sorry, the, the first two days, and the third day, you go investigate a server outage.
3: So, what I've been doing lately is been trying to play a game called Wasteland Three.
2: Yeah, it's, I know about Wasteland Three.
3: It's uh, so it's like if if anybody knows that XCOM is, it's like XCOM with a mixture of uh, Fallout Two. It's pretty entertaining. Um, I'm trying to play it with a friend. Uh, he's never, he hasn't been on to play it, so I've been taking it slow with myself, not trying to go ahead of him, but just trying to stay and pretty much learn all the stuff i missed uh, went around checked around um i was playing a character who was using a pistol and he was a sniper i went with an evasion build it was pretty nice i it's just well what it does is the evasion build is there to make it where you hit hit less it doesn't seem to work i've had no luck with it
2: mm-hmm now what about the uh, what about the main storyline is it the same for every character that you choose to be
3: I don't know I've only played maybe one difficulty and that was the hard difficulty oh. uh I usually every game I start I always start on hard and then lower the difficulty if it's too much um I I think there's probably more but then one campaign I assume I don't know for sure though it just seemed like the way it select, like, for how you selected a character, there is different ways to go, but I've been playing as a ranger, so I have no idea. Um, it starts you out, pretty much, and already in combat with no tutorial or anything, so it doesn't give you anything at all. Uh, I pretty much died the first time I played, uh, but I think it's maybe because I still put hard difficulty that didn't give me a tutorial, makes sense. But I've already played a whole bunch of XCOM games, so it was really just like playing XCOM.
2: Yeah, my family loved the first XCOM game when it came out. I was in high school. Yeah, whenever the first game came out. Yeah, we used to play the shit out of that game. (laughs) So, Sushi, you said you don't have any conspiracies for this week?
1: Yeah, I'm not going to talk conspiracies. I just, I feel like it's, I feel like... It's one of those things that Kenneth and I bounce off each other.
2: Yeah, well, me too.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I just, you know, I'm just not going to do it this week. But I do have news.
2: Okay. Sushi news. And I don't have any news music uh, up. I'll just play this instead. The Mass Effect death music.
1: What about Dustin's stuff?
2: I still haven't... I still got to retrieve that file.
1: (laughs) So, in Australia... They have had bushfires. They Ouch. have had major flooding. And they have had all kinds of things. But you know what they have now? What? A rodent infestation.
2: What kind of rodents?
1: Uh, Mice. Footage of Australia's <laughs> massive mouse plague will haunt your nightmares. And I'm not kidding. I was watching it. It was like scurrying. They look like scurrying cockroaches all over the ground. Hundreds of thousands of mice.
2: Seriously. And what oh they God. do in a
1: week, in a week's time, they will eat an entire crop of hay. Uh, of uh, hay. And that's what they have been doing. And hey. so the people that <laughs> use this as their income are just disheartened over it. And it's just crazy to watch the mice scurry all over the ground in this in some of the videos that I've watched.
2: Yeah, I bet it is. I know that farmers have crop insurance for those, the, if that's their main source of income throughout the year for harvesting, but still, man, no, yeah, I can't kick. imagine what the premiums are going to be for them next year.
1: Right, and the farmers are like, it's a kick in the gut.
2: Kick in the gut. Because
1: they, they literally go out and do all that hard work, roll them up into bales, and are positioning them to be sold, and in a week's time, it's gone. All their work, gone. But, I mean, it is crazy to watch how many mice. Um, And it's to a point where one lady was being bitten while she was sleeping.
0: What? Yes. By a mouse? By
1: mice. No, not just a mouse. Lots of mice. And um, the lady had taken a video of her bedroom because she saw her pillow move. And a mouse jumped out of her pillow.
2: Oh God!
1: Yeah. So apparently, this mice thing is is really going out of control. So you had a you had a plague, you had flooding, you had fires, and now you have mice. Yeah, a
2: plague of mice.
1: Well, you had the also the COVID nineteen plague.
2: Well, yeah. Well, yeah. That, that that was a pandemic. Whatever yeah.
1: pandemic. So look at all these things that you have. Is- going on what else is going to happen to australia hopefully they'll calm down and everything will be okay i
2: know i mean they've they've had bushfires before so that's almost like par for the course
1: yeah i I suggest you watch some of those videos because they are creepy i can't it just makes it's like creepy crawly in scotland scotland they have islands for sale with an opening bid or one island for sale with an opening bid of one hundred and eleven thousand seven hundred dollars, so you can purchase an island in Scotland.
2: Are they selling? Are they selling it at any lesser? Uh- at any lesser quantities of land, like an acre or a
1: no square meter, or anything like that. Owning a piece of Scotland, well, I would one hundred percent want to. Well, do this. you all already
2: own a piece of Sealand.
1: I do. I do. <laughs> I do.
2: Lady Shelley of late, <laughs> la- yeah, or Lady Sushi yeah. of Sealand.
1: But uh, uh, property manager Stephen McCluskey said the island is being sold for the first time after being owned by the same family for the past. 500 years.
2: 500 years, damn.
1: Yeah, the closest island, Eileen Shona, is owned by Vanessa Branson, sister of British businessman Richard, Richard
2: Branson. Richard Branson, yeah, from Virgin.
1: Yeah, and so they use that as a business. Eileen Shona is bigger, significantly bigger, but they've got chalets. Is that how you say it? I think so. Uh, I don't know. Chalets. Maybe it's not chalet. I think it's said something a, a different way, but anyway. They have that that there, um, McCluskey said. The new owners will have to receive relevant planning permissions from the Scotland government before attempting to build anything on the island. Deer Island is expected to sell for two hundred nine thousand to two hundred seventy nine thousand in March. We could sell our house and move to Scotland.
2: How big is the island though, and how it's far huge. removed is it from the actual continent of uh, or from the actual mainland UK?
1: Uh, let's see. It's 11 acres.
2: Okay. So it's It's
1: not that far. I mean, it's, it's an island. Yes. But it's kind of like you could take a, you could build a raft and it would take like two seconds to get to the other shore. It's really not that far away from the other side. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's really cool. That's what, that's what
2: I was asking because man, if I would have to get in my boat and drive 20 minutes to shore and then dock the boat and then get in the car and then drive to work, that would be kind of a chore.
1: Why would you? Why would you drive to work? You just work from home.
2: Well, th- that is if I had a. J- <laughs> if I had to take a job locally this in Scotland. This is what you
1: do. You stay working where you're working, and you say, "Listen, I got to move to Scotland."
2: I can't. I have to. I have to. For for those that actually are permanent tell tell commuters or remote commuters, you have to live in an area that the airline flies to for tax purposes and insurance purposes. Uh, yeah. So if you move out well, el- if you move elsewhere, then you got to resign.
1: My dream of owning a uh, an island. Yeah, is... Unless Scotland we start flying to
2: Scotland.
3: Larger. And what's stopping you from building building a bridge?
1: Yeah, what's stopping you from building a bridge?
3: I mean, you if you already have that right. much money, you can kind of haggle the price down. Maybe we would
1: just sell this house and go buy that.
3: Mm. I mean, you could also just haggle the price. But then you're just down. stuck
2: with a piece of land and no no house.
1: We we would get a loan and build a house. <laughs> and we would just use a boat with a motor
2: I like motorboats
3: just build a build a no.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh hey. and that's all the news i have guys Oh, that's all that's it
2: okay well did you want did did your boy want to challenge me to stump the robotuner
1: yes he does okay
2: <laughs> this should be fun i've never he's never played against me
1: right All right, you ready?
2: I'm ready. Now This will be a short show, but that's okay.
1: Volkert, this is what you do. Whenever I say the question, you have to say your name. You go, Volkert, real fast, right? And then that way I say, okay, go ahead, and then you tell me the answer, okay? All right? All right, you ready? I'm ready. Here's the first question. All right, go for it. Which band broke up? after releasing its sixth studio album, The Hunter, in 1982? Is it A, Journey, B, The Police, C, Blondie, or D, The Clash?
2: RoboTuner. Journey? No. Ah, shit. Full card.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Police?
1: No. It's... Blondie.
2: Oh, okay. okay. I was going to say Mastodon also and had an al- album called The Hunter, but they weren't even around in 1982.
1: Yeah, but you and, know, I I think I've read some of these, so.
2: And they've had more than six albums, I think.
1: Which British band has always given 10% of their profits to charity?
3: Oh. Volker. Yes. Coldplay.
1: Yes. Good job.
2: It's British, so I know it. Well, they're not the only British band out there. Well done, though.
1: All right. Number three. Number three. According to the 1974 hit by Steely Dan, what was Ricky told not to lose?
2: Have you read this one before? Yes. Oh, shit. I don't remember this. Is this one a multiple choice? Yes. Okay, what are the choices?
1: Is, is it A, that emotion, B, that smile, C, that look, or D, that number.
2: RoboTuner? Mm-hmm. That smile? No. The nah. full card.
3: Mm-hmm. That number? Yes,
1: that's just... correct. <laughs> All
0: right.
2: <laughs> I'm not a Steely Dan fan. I just guessed. The only song I know of them is that one that's back.
0: Jack, do it again. Do, 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 do.
1: Who okay. said, life sucks, but in a beautiful kind of way? Is it A, Ozzy Osbourne? B. Gene Simmons, C. Axl Rose, or D. Keith Richards?
3: Volkart. Uh-huh. D. Keith Richards. No. Just
2: A RoboTuner? Uh-huh. Axel Rose? Correct. Oh. I didn't think it was Ozzy.
1: Who wrote the Aretha Franklin song Respect? Was it A. Marvin Gaye, B. Scott Joplin, C., Otis Redding, or D. Paul Anka.
2: Mm hmm. Otis Redding.
1: Correct. Ooh. All right, y'all are tied.
3: Johnny Gay.
2: Johnny? G- no, not Johnny Gay. <laughs> all day, Johnny Gay. I'm surprised you remember that.
3: Well, 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 it's kind of easy to remember it when you keep spouting it off all the I time. I know
1: you sing it all the time. No, I don't. Okay. Oh. Not anymore.
2: I used to, because right. it was the funniest fucking shit I've seen, in, God, I don't know how long.
1: It was pretty cool. Jerry Garcia was a founding member of which group? RoboTuner. Uh-huh. Grateful Dead. Correct. Which band had a hit with Hell's Bells in
2: 1980? RoboTuner. Uh-huh. AC/DC.
1: Correct. Which band formed in 1973 included former members of Santana?
2: Oh, RoboTuner. Uh-huh. This is Journey. Correct. Okay.
1: Which glam rock band recorded the original version of Come On, Feel the Noise?
2: RoboTuner. Uh-huh. Slade. Correct. Did you put these in back in the exact order or something? I don't know. Probably.
1: Which Rolling Stones hit begins with I Was Born in a Crossfire Hurricane? The
2: RoboTuner, <laughs> <laughs> Jumping Jack Flash.
1: Okay. Which band did Tom Petty join in 1988?
2: I'm pausing on this one because I want to give your boy over there a shot.
1: He ain't going to know this. Actually, I went too far. I think I've read over 10. Oh, okay. Just go ahead and answer this one. We're done.
2: Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers.
1: No. What?
2: 1988. Well, okay. he, oh, wait, damn it. Okay.
3: Answer. Go ahead and go ahead and read off the answers one more time.
1: A, the Eagles. <sighs> B, Traveling Wilburys. C, Heartbreakers. Or D, the Doors.
3: Okay. I'm going to make it uh, the Eagles. No. All right.
1: Nope. I don't know. It's Traveling, traveling Wilburys.
2: Traveling
3: I, I have no idea. I missed the...
2: Because for some reason, I was thinking 1973.
3: Wait, well, who did you say it first?
2: I said the... I thought she said, what band did Tom Petty start in 1973? No, I said 88. Yeah, and I don't know why I heard 73. Maybe I was listening back to the previous... My mind was in the previous question. Yeah. I actually knew that, and my mom actually had both the Traveling Wilburys albums.
1: I love Traveling yeah. Wilburys.
2: And... After the first album, Roy Orbison died, mm-hmm. so the second album only had four of them. So there are only two Willburys that are still left alive: Bob Dylan and Jeff Lynne from ELO. Yeah, yeah, the I rest of them are dead. I love
1: him. I love him. Mm. Jeff Lynne,
2: I yeah. love him. I just get tickets. On all of those areas. before the pandemic came. Tickets to their shows were fucking pricey. They started at like three hundred fifty bucks and went up to almost a grand.
1: I know yeah because you know how i know
2: because you looked at their prices
3: too right i, I didn't know that
1: yeah i wanted to see yellow i wanted to see holland oats
2: why didn't you because that was on my list too just like your kiss because
0: your kiss and i wanted to see days. the
1: monkeys but the pandemic stopped that from happening
2: yeah I, i'm supposed to get an email once their show is definitely rescheduled
1: god i hope they hurry
2: yeah well, <laughs> well, I was supposed to go see Rage Against the Machine this year, too, in August. I don't know if the restrictions will be lifted by then it in the state of New York. Yeah. Or even in New York City, where, where I'm supposed to go see him. Who knows? <laughs> I, I really don't like to think about it that much, because it just makes me sad. Yeah. Live music and entertainment has really taken a beating more than most other public industries during this, and... It really sucks because sports events have come back, too. Mm-hmm. In fact, my old buddy Ben and from the drummer of the Backhands went with our went with the former lead singer of the Backhands, Brent, to go see, watch a boxing match at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth. Yeah, and the place was like empty. I don't know if there's if it was because of social distancing criteria that they were only allowed to sell so many tickets. But man, it was like a Ghost Town. You'd see just a a few clumps of people here, a few clumps of people here, and what, whatnot. But you did not see big groups of people like sitting together or even spaced spaced out like on even or odd numbered seats. Yeah, which is what I thought I would see.
3: At least he got it all to himself, pretty much.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they had their, yeah. Because I don't know if they had assigned seating or if it was just sit wherever you want to. Because we know there's going to be space. So. Who knows? All right. Well, let's call an end to this debacle for this week. Thanks for joining us, Volcard, and filling in for your cousin and your uncle.
1: (laughs) Aren't you supposed to do a would you rather?
3: Would
2: I rather what?
1: Don't you remember we were talking about it in the car? We were supposed to sneak in like every once in a while and be like, would you rather die in a fire or drown in a lake?
3: Yeah. Would you?
1: No either.
2: I wouldn't want either done with me. Okay. Uh, I want a quick painless death.
3: Okay. Well let me
2: let me think of one really quick.
1: It'd be cool with the one that you had. Well we'll do it later. We'll do it another time. That's fine. Okay. Yeah.
2: All right. And if you have a subject you'd like for us to talk about on the show, you can always drop always drop us an email, Robotuner twenty twenty at gmail dot com. You can also call and leave us a voicemail at 682-325-1379 follow us on facebook and on instagram at the robotuner and we are live most sundays sometimes mondays like is the case today on youtube we usually go live between 6:30 and 7:30 depending on our mood. until then we're out of here. Hopefully we'll have more interesting shit to talk about next week. Red Pants.
0: Doing the podcast.
2: Robo-Tuner. Master of debacles. Doing the podcast.
1: Sushis, news, and conspiracies.
2: Doing the podcast. Thunder on media. Doing the podcast. Alex the Intern. Doing the podcast.
0: Shitocracy. Doing the podcast. Red Pants, pants Theater. Doing the podcast. You can't put the chains on, RoboTuner.
2: Red pants.